Welcome to Emil Franzing's Voices of the West, dedicated to the principle that America was better off when our TV shows featured cowboys instead of lawyers. I sure love that saying. I don't know who came up with that, but uh, by golly, it's a good one. Uh, welcome to another edition of Amo Franzi's Voices of the West. I'm Harry Alexander. Bunker de France is with us by phone, and Todd Roberts is with us uh, by uh, by the clean feed. Howdy, guys. Howdy. The skin of his teeth. <laughs> the skin of his teeth. Our guest today uh, is Chris Christofferson. And no, it is not the actor or singer Chris Christofferson. This Christofferson spells his name last name with an E-N, and he's a photographer and a mighty damn good one, too. Chris, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Harry. Yeah, I, I tell everybody I bought the wrong vowel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll tell you what. You are the will of the wisp. Every time I, you put your name in there, it is... This other guy with another beard, which doesn't look anywhere near as good as yours, pops up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that happens. All right. Yeah. Um, Todd Roberts uh, suggested we have you on the show. Um, it's my understanding that you've been a friend uh, of Todd and uh, his his folks for a long, long time. So, Todd, yes. give us an introduction to your friend. Well... Uh, there are certain there are certain guests uh, that uh, or shows that we do that I I take a lot of pride in, and this one I will say is definitely at the top or sharing it or maybe all by itself. Uh, Chris wow. Christofferson has been a family friend for well over thirty years, probably thirty five years. He um, he's a tremendous artist. A photographer. He is a lover of history. He's a patriot. Uh, he's got a great dry sense of humor. Um, and what he sees through a ph- photograph uh, camera lens is very unique because he sees what most of us miss, uh, whether we're looking through the lens or not. And he comes away with images that are very striking poignant and often, uh, uh, may I say, melancholy, uh, that bring you to a different place in a different time. Mm-hmm. He's written two books, uh, or should I say created two books on photography. He did one about Civil War reenactors, so anyone who is a Civil War reenactor or anyone who knows of a Civil War reenactor or Civil War buff would want that book. And the other one is a book called Music City about Nashville, which is a beautiful book and probably uh, honestly should be marketed on the website of the Nashville City of Com- Chamber of Commerce. Because anytime, anyone, anytime I've looked at it, it makes me want to go there. So, uh, but his, 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 the one thing about Chris that's different than most other um, photographers that I've known is... Yeah, we know many photographers who go out and find the subject matter to chronicle it, whether they paint it or they photograph it or they write about it or whatever. But he did it in such a way that he immersed himself in the in the process so he didn't he didn't stand out. He he allowed the subject matter to be itself the way it is naturally, and therefore he was able to capture them. What a concept! In the most natural state. What a concept! How, how unique! <laughs> not making it about yourself. I know, huh? <laughs> yeah. So wow. I, I just I can't speak well enough. He took a he took a. I'll let him tell you all these stories, but he took a great trip with my mom all the way up to the Sundance at Rosebud many many years ago, mm-hmm. and um, you know he. My mom always came back with such great stories, but the difference is, is Chris came back with the photographs. Mm-hmm. So at that stage, let yeah. me just hand it over to Chris. Well, let me let me jump in here first and let you know that he does have a website. It's ChristoffersonPhoto.com. That's ChristoffersonPhoto.com, and that is spelled with an E-N, not an O-N. Chris, how did you get involved in photography? Is this something that you wanted to do since childhood? No, sort of a 
midlife crisis, which I've been having since I was six years old. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I had moved from Dallas, Texas to Los Angeles, and uh, uh, my wife at the time was working at uh, Art Center School of Design in uh, Pasadena. And so we could have free classes. And she said, well, what would you like to do? I said, well, I've always sort of been interested in photography. And so it's sort of just like Topsy, it just grew. Mm. Uh, so I took some classes. Then I had some business cards printed up. I just started doing it. <laughs> okay, that's pretty pretty doggone simple. <laughs> and you've been going. Yeah, down and dirty. <laughs> Nothing. The old kiss thing, keep it simple, stupid. You know, yeah, that's me. absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm guessing in California you had a lot of, uh, you you did a lot of photography there because there's so much yeah. uh, there to to take pictures uh, or to sure. create those pictures. Uh, what uh, what kind of equipment were you using when you first started out? Was it a, a format, large format camera? Yeah, it's thirty five millimeter. Oh, okay. you know, single lens reflexes, and then I later on I got some medium formats. And in California, I started uh, basically photographing a lot of actors and actresses, you know, headshots and, mm -hmm. and plus some corporate stuff, some. Uh, Oh, Carol Shelby Racing, uh, oh, cool. Makita Tools. I, hey, anything that where I got paid. Yeah, you know, you anything go. but weddings and bar mitzvahs, unless the money was incredibly good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bunker, you got anything you want to throw in there? I've got a question for Chris. Yeah. Uh, when you were in California, was that when you were in your gun fighting uh, era? No, that was in Texas. I was uh, I worked at Six Flags, uh, and uh, one of my fellow gunfighter buddies, who I also did an album cover for, uh, Warner Bros., was Don Edwards, which oh. I think you guys know who yeah. Don is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the singer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. met Don. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, he passed away about a year ago. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. It, it shocked me, too. But yeah, uh, Don was signed to Warner Western, and I, I did an album cover for him uh, on his ranch in Weatherford, Texas. Mm -hmm. oh, so, uh, quite a guy. He really was. And uh, also, uh, there was, we had a few people that came out of that uh, era or whatever that, that did some stuff. Uh, Joe Pat Cranshaw, who played Judge Roy Dean was uh, in uh, the movie Old School with uh, uh, What's-His-Face. <laughs> and then also my, one of my dearest best friends was Dennis Berkeley. And Dennis did 50 or 60 movies. Yeah, he worked with Wayne a couple of movies. Yeah, he uh, was like Redneck Number 5 or... Uh, <laughs> or a biker, yeah, because he was a big old boy, you know. D was six two and weighed two hundred eighty pounds or something. He was a very big man. Wow. His mama fed him well. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, she did. Now, but, I, uh, I, I, is, on your website, Chris was, was a phenomenal man. I, I loved him. He's like a brother. On your website, uh, in the gallery section, you have twelve. Um, options that viewers can take a look at in, in the photos. Yeah. And I, I'm looking at the Americana folder now, and there's one picture that really intrigues me here. Um, it's picture uh, image number 11 of 42, uh, if that <laughs> sparks any memory on you. It looks like well, you... you I'll, I'll go to my, my little thing Yeah, you, you, you've got a great <laughs> photo of a suspension bridge, and it looks like you're up on the suspension part taking the picture... And uh, at the top of the uh, bridge spire, there is uh, the American flag. And my Let God, me see. number eleven. Uh, come on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, well, that is amazing. Okay, I'm, I'm slowly but surely getting to number eleven. You yeah, say? yeah, yeah. Uh, 
that that's just an incredible picture. And, and what I like yeah, is it's, so. you do your stuff in in black and white and sepia, and yeah. uh, I mean that that's an art more I think than just taking pictures. You know, I mean. You okay, can, that bridge is the uh, is the Brooklyn Bridge actually. Wow. I was in New York. Wow, that is amazing, just amazing. And then the picture that's uh, of the uh, Statue of Liberty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's also there. I uh, I took that in the twin uh, in the on the twin tech uh, the twin towers. Yeah, right. where I took it from. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it looks like I was almost in a helicopter because it's it's an overhead yeah, shot of yeah, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, wow, wow, just, just that's incredible. one picture you'll never be able to take again. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah, that's very is. unique. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we've been doing photography now for many, many years, and um, you must have a buttload of slides or negatives floating oh, yeah. around um, and these 12 uh, folders here Americana Art Deco Civil War Cowboys First Nation Flora Feathers and Koi Midway Southern The West the sea, Of the Sea Warbirds and Music City man yep. you, uh, you, you, <laughs> you, you you've been busy you never tire for a subject matter do you well yeah, you know, uh, the problem I have right now is nothing is really blow, blows my skirt up hmm. that I want to go out and photograph because I've got such a portfolio of things that I have photographed that mm -hmm. I like, you know. And these are things, obviously, that I'm interested in. Uh, I like Americana. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like America. Mm -hmm. So things that relate to that is what I like to photograph. Hmm. Yeah, we need more of that. That's for sure. You know, yeah, yeah. The midway thing is basically sideshows, mm -hmm. and and uh, uh, they don't have those anymore. Nope. <laughs> you know, uh, like the, the, the as they used to be called freak shows. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got a few images of the outside of, of those places, and they're not politically correct anymore. And I just, I don't know. I just, I, just, I like stuff that's long and gone. Yeah, You know, that's something that's really fascinated photographers for years, and I can see why, you know, with with the lights and the action and, you know, yeah. so, you know so much blur, but so much focus. It just, it's a wonderful yeah. area, and like you say, the people that are there, they were not, what you should say, the pretty people necessarily. They were the uh, yeah. odd folks. Yeah, and you know, hell, everybody's trying to make a living. Sure. So, you know, that's what was presented to those folks in mm -hmm. order to survive, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, I, I can remember, you know, because I grew up in the country, and, and the great thing, we didn't get the circuses, but every once in a while, one of these little kind of family uh, yeah. carnival things would come through. And, yeah. you know, you'd go down to see the three-headed chicken and the two-headed yeah, goat exactly. and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're like one of my images is half man, half woman, you know. <laughs> for the, for the, we still have them. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they know what a woman is. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, which half? Yeah, well, right. <laughs> top half, bottom half, right half, left half, middle and bottom. You know. Oh, God. I'm confused. Yeah, well, aren't we all? Um, yeah, really. Civil War photos. I, I, I was a Civil War reenactor, living historian, however one wants oh, to call it. Yeah. Uh, when I lived in Florida, uh, I was worked for the Park Service and uh, worked at a, a Civil War fortress, uh, or one that had been built during the Civil War. Um, it was held in Union hands, and so uh, we would do our uh, reenactments there and uh, create stories, of course. Um, what was your impression? What, who did you? Who I, did you I, my impression was of uh, Captain John Brannan, who uh, was the first. He was from Battery B, first uh, or fourth U. Uh, excuse me, B Troop, first U.S. Artillery, um, and 
his his command walked into Fort Taylor, for it was named for Zachary Taylor. Uh, his command walked in there under the cover of darkness and secured the fort for the Union just before the shooting started. And uh, they held it throughout the entire uh, war. Uh, that one, Fort um, Jefferson, and uh, there was another one in Florida, uh, Pickens, I think, um, that uh, all three of those were held by Union forces throughout the war. But, okay. yeah, we, we did artillery demonstrations. We took our programs yeah. into schools uh, to teach the kids about uh, about the WOA. And uh, it was it was totally fun to do. Uh, met a lot of great people. And, you know, we all shared a love of history. And I think that, that's yeah, the key that, right there. I, I, I would ask people that do Civil War reenactments, why are you doing this? And almost everyone say, to honor our forefathers. Yeah. Is the reason they do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we participated in an event uh, in the at the Key West Cemetery where some remains were found of uh, soldiers uh, and, and remains of soldiers from the Spanish American War, the main explosion. Many of those were sure. buried there, and so we we would do ceremonies at the cemetery, bring our cannon out, and fire a nice volley for. Uh, to honor those folks, yeah. and yeah, that, that yeah. that's what it's about is honoring those people who who did the things that allow us to do the things that we do today. You know, it's an amazing thing if you think back to the Civil War. At least it is for me the way I look at it. These kids, and they're pretty much all young, young kids, would go into battle pretty much expecting to be killed. Yep. Yeah. The courage it took, because they were fighting a modern war yeah. with antiquated tactics. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Napoleonic <laughs> tactics, yeah. which was masked gunfire, yep. because muskets were highly inaccurate. But the time the Civil War rather came around, as you guys know, they had rifles, uh, muskets then that were accurate to a hundred or two hundred yards. Yep. So it was just a Good Lord, the walking into a bus zone. Yeah, and cannon fire. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting. Last night I caught the opening of uh, Bass Reeves, and it. it opens, and with the uh, battle yeah, there, you yeah. know, like it, what did you think of that? How, you know, having experienced some of the reenactments, how accurate was that? Well, if it's more accurate than the reenactments I've ever seen. I mean, because they got, you know, they got stuntmen and special effects and all that stuff. Yeah. My God, that's and no probably, many balls. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it looked like back back in that day. Yeah, because it was yeah. just like horrible. Did you? I mean, yeah. And I, you know, I think some of the people that were killed were lucky because yeah. the, the. My God, it was. You know, if you take how many people were killed back in the during the Civil War and apply it to the percentile today, the people killed today percentile wise would be six million. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But you know, a friend of the show, Bill Markley, uh, he's a writer. He's uh, he's a reenactor, and he wrote a really great book. He worked on uh, Dances with Wolves. And he wrote about his experiences as a reenactor, and I, and I encourage folks out there to try and find that if they can, yeah. because that's you know, it's 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 like reenacting a reenactor. Yeah, yeah. So when you uh, did the Civil War uh, pictures or prior to that, did you do any study of Matthew Brady? Of who? Of Matthew Brady? Did I do any study one. Just any of uh, study his photos. Uh, were you looking to oh, oh, kind of oh, replicate oh, them? Uh, no, I, I didn't. Okay. Um, I've seen some. Most of the things that were attributed to Brady were actually by a guy by the name of Alexander Gardner and one of his other people that was that he sent out to mm -hmm. work for him. Mm -hmm. Actually, Brady's most of the stuff he did was in his studio in New York. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, we got to. You know, one, 
Well, hang on, Bugger. We've got to do our first commercial break. We're just having way too much fun here talking okay. with Chris Christofferson. The website is christoffersonphoto.com, and that's spelled with an E, christoffersonphoto.com. <laughs> we will be right back on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West right after these important messages. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Arizona, the land of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true west where a large number of westerns were built. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the Hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home, perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. This is Eb Wilkinson at Wilkinson Wealth Management. If you're within 10 to 15 years of retirement and you're putting off retirement planning, my advice to you is don't do that. Ignoring your retirement planning won't make it go away. It'll just make it worse. Give me a call and let's work on your plan together so you can retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call me, Eb Wilkinson, at 777-1911. That's 777-1911. Watch Old West silent movies anytime at voicesofthewest.net. We all make promises. Big and small. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I do solemnly swear to help you when you are in need. To be considerate and caring. To be your loving, faithful friend, partner, child, parent, neighbor. One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. All right, Sheriff, let's get them back to the shack. I got another one tied up there. I have a hunch they know something about the murder of my brother and the others. All right, men, load them up. Now, I'm giving one of you men a chance to beat the rope, so you better start talking and talk fast. I'm your man, Henderson. These two did the killing. Yeah, and I'll kill you if I ever get the chance. I guess that's all we need to hear. This is the Voices of the West. Franzi's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, and Todd Roberts. Our guest is Chris Christofferson, photographer, not the actor. Uh, he spells his last name with E-N, and uh, he's based in Nashville. And uh, let's see here. Let's get back on uh, what we're doing here. Um, the website is christoffersonphoto.com, and again, that is spelled with an E-N. How often do you get confused with uh, the other guy, Chris? A lot. Uh, I, I have them both in first class. <laughs> and uh, actually, I met Chris. Uh, he's a super nice guy. Yeah. Uh, I've been photographing a lot of American Indians. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the guys I was scheduled to photograph was named John Trudell. Trudell was a member, a founding member of AIM. He was one of the guys that took over Alcatraz Island. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But anyway, he uh, was, uh, he was a, also kind of a rap artist. And in, in Venice, California, he was uh, uh, having a show. So my manager and I had gone to, to see him so for, I could photograph him or whatever. So we're sitting there, and, and about 20, minute, 20 feet in front of us in a booth, there's an American Indian. And I, I we, we didn't know if that was... 
Trudell or not. So my manager goes over and talks to him. And Wolf comes out and he, he gets up, this Indian gets up, comes back and starts talking to me. About halfway through the conversation, I get the hit that he thinks I am Chris Christopherson, movie star. But <laughs> so he goes and sits back down. And there's a blonde gal and a guy comes in, but the place is really crowded. And the blonde goes up to this American Indian kid and says, may we sit here? And, she, and he says, yeah. And it is Chris Christopherson. <laughs> so he's sitting shoulder to shoulder with who I, he thinks I am, 20 feet in back of him. <laughs> uh, too funny. Anyway, after, after I went up and talked to Trudell, and he introduced me to Chris, and uh, that's how I met Chris. Mm -hmm. He had heard of me because we have mutual friends and shit like that. Mm -hmm. All right. Todd, you anything? Know, I, I'm just... No. Go ahead, Bunker. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I understand you studied and participated in Native American traditions and ceremony. Yeah. I'm, I have mixed blood, you know, Cherokee and oh, yeah. Poetan. So uh, I, that is something that you get so deeply immersed in. You could spend the rest of your life doing that. Uh, how was that experience and how did that affect your work? It was interesting. Um, well, a buddy of mine, uh, who's uh, well, he's also passed. Hell, everybody I know is passing anyway. Uh, <laughs> the first time I went up to the Rosebud uh, to watch uh, a sun dance, this is before uh, uh, Todd's mom and I went. This was the first time. Anyway, the guy's name was Larry Sellers. Larry had, was an actor also. And he was on Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Mm -hmm. He had a care. He had a part on that. But it was extremely <laughs> interesting. And uh, you actually you don't photograph the Sundance because of how re re religious and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But afterwards, now that's another story. You know, you can photograph, but not during mm -hmm. the, the Sundance. Nor what I want to. So, yeah, it uh, it made an impact, of course. Todd? That's great. Well, you know... <laughs> Actually, it, I, uh, of course, I, I have sweated. And <laughs> and the one time they got me to be the fireman. Ooh. Now, when I first got there, there were... Uh, the firemen, they heat the, these rocks. <laughs> and then... Uh, in front of the switch, you know, and there was two guys, two white guys, that were doing this. Later on, come to find out, they were Jesuit priests hmm. that were doing that. Hmm. I was so impressed with that, and they said, "Well, these folks come to our church, and we also reciprocate." Mm -hmm. So it's great. Yeah, it was. So anyway, they needed a fireman, and they got me to do it, and folks. That's pretty much the only manual labor I've ever done was by accident. <laughs> but <laughs> that's quite an honor. That's quite an honor, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. This is the important thing. This is really the reason we're doing the show with you. How did Todd behave on that trip up there? Was he... You know, was he okay or was he, was he Todd? <laughs> How did... Say that again one more time. Who what? Okay. How did Todd uh, behave on that trip that you made with his mom and up there to the uh, reservation? Did he behave uh, himself? Todd, he wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't. Oh. No, no that was my mom and Chris. My mom and Chris hit the yeah. road, and uh, they took pictures all along the way. I have my mom's yeah. pictures of it, her, you know, her, her Kodak five by sevens and then i have some of chris's photographs too uh one of my yeah. favorite photographs which is on his website is called uh from the sundance i believe you correct me if i'm wrong chris is called showboat of a indian oh, yeah, in full oh yes yeah, surrounded by like indians yeah. but it was it was at that time yeah 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 that was a, a guy he he was showing off for me so, uh, you know, which is okay, you know. Uh, 
we all need some sort of positive feedback, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, as Cecil B. DeMille said, um, you know, movies, uh, movies have got to, uh, on the big screen, on this big screen, have got to be bigger than life. If they're not, put them on television. Yeah. <laughs> so he's an example of trying to make it bigger, bigger than life. And I think yeah. it's yeah, uh, it was, speaks to your artistry, Chris, that you're able to capture it. Well, thank you. Yeah, he was posing for me as he as he would dance by, and I went, "Well, fine, you know, cool." So. <laughs> So, so when you go, yeah, I've also been to, to Crow Fair, which is an interesting experience. That's in uh, Montana, and mm -hmm. every year they have what's called the Crow Fair, which is basically a big powwow. Mm -hmm. So when you so go out, really interesting people there. Yeah. When, when you go out, Chris, do you uh, are you armed with uh, forty five cameras, or are you just using one camera? Uh, two or three. Okay. Basically, two or three. One of, my more one of my more interesting experiences was uh, in Arizona, actually, uh, at Fort McDowell. Mm -hmm. And I photographed a, a woman whose name was Bessie Mike. And Bessie was a basket maker. Mm. And she was such a sweetheart, bless her heart. She remembers when the soldiers were stationed at Fort McDowell. Wow. Now, that means that was the cavalry. Yeah. Well, she was an old lady when she, and she was a little girl when she saw that mm. and she also told me the, about an experience where they said the, the outlaws coming the outlaws coming and it was the guy that ran that rode through the reservation and then right behind him was a posse Whoa. and she said later on they came back and the guy was draped over the horse oh my <laughs> <laughs> That's the Wild West. All right, we're going to do our next commercial break here on Amal Franzi's okay. Voices of the West. Our guest is Chris Christofferson. His website, ChristoffersonPhoto.com, and that's spelled with an E, Christofferson Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, and Todd Roberts. We will be back with you on Amal Franzi's Voices of the West right after these messages. Can you even imagine switching back to pen and paper to run your business? Every year we become more and more dependent upon our technology. If your network is not set up properly, you're just one click or one email away from losing data critical to your operation. Arizona Computer Guru offers a host of services to prevent and protect you from disaster. From online backup services to email filtering to fully managed network services, Arizona Computer Guru is here to keep your network secure, your data safe, and your budget in the black. To schedule your free consultation, call 304-8300. The Tucson Trap and Ski Club dates from 1948 and is now at 7800 West Old Ajo Highway. The club owns 80 acres and leases 300 more from Pima County that supports 50 trap fields, 15 skeet fields, two five-stand fields, two sporting place courses with 12 stations each, a 9,000-square-foot clubhouse, 200 full-service RV hookups for members, and free Wi-Fi. This expansive facility gives enough room to host major national and international events annually, bringing thousands of people to the community. Check it out at TucsonTrapAndSkeet.com. This is Eb Wilkinson at Wilkinson Wealth Management. If you're within 10 to 15 years of retirement and you're putting off retirement planning, my advice to you is don't do that. Ignoring your retirement planning won't make it go away. It'll just make it worse. Give me a call and let's work on your plan together so you can retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call me, Eb Wilkinson, at 777-1911. That's 777-1911. Hey, this is Robert Fuller, uh, Jess Harper from Laramie, and we're listening to uh, Voices of the West. Back on Abel Franzi's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, Todd Roberts in Los Angeles. Our guest is Chris Christofferson, photographer, not the movie star. He spells his last name with an E-N instead of an O-N, so it's uh, ChristoffersonPhoto.com. And let's see here. Um, yeah, I asked you about uh, what do you take when you uh, go shoot, and when when you out and about, do you just happen upon something and, and think, "Wow, that that'll make a good photograph," or does it just happen uh, organically? I guess. Yeah, 
you know, it, it, it more or less just happens. I don't, <laughs> it's my life. I don't really plan anything out. Yeah. It's just like when I did the uh, Tall Ships, there was the 500th anniversary of the founding of Jamestown, and they had 50 tall ships. Oh, invited. okay. That's why all so the tall ships were I there. wanted to <laughs> photograph those, so I went to do that. And, uh, and so I, I, I found that interesting. And the, uh, the uh, I don't know, the Civil War thing, I was, I've always been interested in that. I had two great-grandfathers that fought, apparently. Uh, at least that's the story I was told. <laughs> so I've always, I, I used to ask my granddad, I said, what did your father, did you ever hear him sing Dixie? Mm. He said, no, but I remember him singing the Bonnie Blue Flag. <laughs> <laughs> So you know which side he was on. Did both of them fight for the South? <laughs> well, here's the deal. That's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, I think. But one of them supposedly was a prisoner of war in St. Louis. Hmm. Uh-huh. I had a, my people were all from Missouri, by the way. Okay. So I sort of looked into it a little bit, and I couldn't find him. But he might have been one of the guards there. He might have been on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really, I'm not really sure. <laughs> they were veterans, both of them. Well, I've got a question for you here again. Yeah. Uh, I was reading, you know, a, a description of your of the book, "None Shall uh, Nor Shall Your Glory Be Forgot," yeah. and it not mentioned dual tone. Is that like a sepia? Or what? I wasn't familiar with the, the term. Sepia. Well, no, yeah, no dual sepia. tone. I'm sorry, said again. Dual tone. Dual tone. Yeah, it is. Uh, basically, sepia is an old fashioned way of doing things. Uh, the old derotrites, derograph types were sepia tone. But nowadays, well, you do a computer nowadays, but when uh, my originals, I make a black and white photo and then. You bleach it out, and then you put it into a sepia tone bath, and it replaces all the mid-tones with these brown tones, which, so you get, like, a, 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 a two different colors. Mm-hmm. You get brown and black and mm-hmm. whites and stuff like that. I like sepia a lot because I like the feel of it. Yeah, it gives you the old timey. Exactly. And that's kind of where, where I hang my hat is sort of an old-timey stuff. So obviously you do all of your own processing, both black and white and color. Yeah. <laughs> well, colors, colors, color. You know, that's just, yeah. that's just slides. Right. Most of my things on my website are basically film of some sort, mm-hmm. either chromes or black and white. Hmm. Well, okay. Let's see what else we got here. <laughs> Oh, you know, I wanted, I wanted to comment. I read the you know, uh, the introductions that you and uh, and Prohanka did for the book. Prohanka. Yeah. And I was really impressed with his uh, introduction. He really captured, you know, quoting the old guy from the war. And everything, yeah. but he really captured the mood of the book, I think. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I, I like Brian a lot. I met him at uh, uh, Antietam at the, the reenactment, one of the reenactments at Antietam. And uh, I approached him and I said, you know, I'm doing a book on reenactments. Would you write something? He said, well, I don't know. Let me see, let me see what you've done. So I showed him some examples, and he, he, what he wrote was wonderful. I was so impressed with, because he was a historian also. And, uh, yeah, I so saw. He's got a million books. Yeah, he was on A and E Civil War Journal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, Ryan did a, uh, a a New York Zoo impression. That was his his impression. Now, when he was you, a super nice guy. I like Ryan a lot. He's also passed away. The <clears throat> the tab on your uh, website. Did you ever get your uh, D Day book done? No. <laughs> no. Are you still no. working on it? No. No. Uh, that would also entail a lot of travels to go with. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'd, 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 I'd go to Europe to do it, you know, and, and because uh, we have 
you know, reenactments and stuff like that. But I have photographed a lot of World War II aircraft, however. That was uh, my ne- World yeah. War I aircraft. That that was going to be my Ooh. question there about uh, <clears throat> the Tab Warbirds on your website, ChristoffersonPhoto.com. Um, I'm looking at the Warbirds tab, and there are some great old airplanes there. Uh, yeah. What what event was that? That was different different places. Uh, basically, uh, the first one I went to was what was called a Warbirds Weekend. The first uh-huh. time I'd ever seen World War II aircraft in mm. person. Mm-hmm. And so I went to two or three of them because I've always been interested in World War II aircraft because when I was a kid, I used to make model airplanes. Sure. You know? We all did. And so uh, it was a treat to be able to go and, and, and do that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, they're they're like modern art, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. my God, they just, it's incredible, the, the different types of planes. So wow. I went to a place in Virginia mm-hmm. uh, uh, that had some German aircraft uh, and some Brit aircraft, you know, the Spitfires and the mm-hmm. Hurricanes, and they had a mosquito bomber there. I was just in heaven there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah there's something about the, 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 the romance, strangely enough, of World War II and World War I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't seem to have that anymore. <laughs> not, that war no. is ro- not that war is romantic, but you know. <laughs> no, it, it's push-button war now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, you're like the cameras. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they're 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 mini computers. They do it for you. Yeah. So, Chris, I wanted to ask you about um, the tab on your website and the subject matter of the rodeos in the American Cowboy. Yeah. And what you uh, what you learned about them that you had no idea about, and also. What commonality you bet- you found between them and your American Indian subject matter as that's, as that's a, really as question. two groups? A lot of American Indians are also cowboy. Because I, I right. on that on my website, I've got some of the, those images were from Indian rodeos. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. I just other than the love of the West, I guess, you know. Uh, one of the treats I, I had, in, one of the many treats I've had, was that when I was working at Six Flags, uh, uh, I just went up, uh, 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 golly. Uh, I know it happens. Uh, Slim Pickens. <laughs> Slim Pickens came by. And <laughs> later on, and, and he was great. I love Slim. Later on, I was lucky enough to be able to photograph his daughter and then Slim came and to see her and so I got to share some stuff with Slim uh, who was a real famous rodeo cowboy uh, yeah uh, uh, rodeo clown rather among all the movies he did of course but Slim was great I love Slim Pickens yes I knew him he was he was a a ton of laughs yeah. One of the funniest men that ever walked. He, exactly, he was hilarious, you know, and uh, had, a, had a really what a career he had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when he came when I was at Six Flags, he came around to us and he's wearing this really nice Western suit, and he says, "I don't know who you fellas are, but I'm gonna give you the sundown to get out of town." <laughs> 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 Yeah, I have, I have a recommendation for you. Our next show coming up this Saturday is Victoria Jackson, Beyond the Desert. She's a Native American buckaroo from Nevada, has a book out with beautiful photography. I know you'd enjoy that, but the yeah. book is all in the voice of the old timers up there. Uh, I hope you can catch it. Well, yeah, I'll check it out, obviously. Available on podcast when you can't listen live. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> shameless plug. I know, shameless plug. That's what we're all about. Um, so, when you're, the dark room is, is where all the magic happens, and that's where you're doing your your what your soft focuses or sharp focuses or 
whatever else you're trying well, to do there, right? Well, if the soft focus is probably because I screwed up and it's, 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 didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, the you know, dark room is uh, well, it's it's basically manual labor again. You know, mm-hmm. you got to develop it and stop baths and all this other stuff. Uh, so, but you, uh, uh, nowadays everything's on the computer. So, do you use a computer? Oh hell yeah! All right. <laughs> you can, oh yeah! Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you can. I like the computer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> putting your hands in that those solutions is not. The, I hear you. Seep your tones. When you seep your tones, something it smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's, it's not a fun experience. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> now you come out smelling like like a salad. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm wondering why people would keep so far away from me. <laughs> and the rabbits kept following you. Yeah, exactly. All right. We're going to do our final commercial break here, and then when we come back, we'll uh, talk about where you're living now and uh, all okay. those goody things that are happening there. It's Amal Franzi's Voices of the West. Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, and Todd Roberts with you. Our guest, Chris Christofferson, will be back. The land of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true West, where a large number of Westerns were built. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the Hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. This is Ed Wilkinson of Wilkinson Wealth Management, where we manage money for gun owners. When people turn 50, something miraculous happens. They start to get serious about retirement planning. They've done very well so far and want to be certain they power into the retirement they've earned. Let me guide you to retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call me, Ed Wilkinson, at 777-1911. That's 777-1911. Read classic Western comics anytime at voicesofthewest.net. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. No doubt you've heard about rescue groups for dogs and cats. But did you know there's a rescue group for horses? That's right, it's called Horse It Around Rescue. Founders Steve Boyce and Teresa Worrell are helping out all those equine victims of neglect and cruelty by giving them a place to restore their health and wellness. And Horse It Around provides a nurturing and natural environment where horses can be horses, so they can be adopted out into forever homes. More than 120 horses, mules, and donkeys have been adopted out, but like everything else, it costs money to run the project. Horse It Around is a 501c3 nonprofit located in Southeast Arizona. Your tax-deductible donations to Horse It Around will go a long way so those horses can be horses. Check out the website, horseitaroundrescue.org. Make a difference in a horse's life. That's horseitaroundrescue.org. You're so drunk, you can't hit nothing. In fact, you're probably seeing double. I have two guns, one for each of you. This is the Voices of the West. On Amo Franzi's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander Bunker to France, Todd Roberts in Los Angeles, a bit of a bar room rollout uh, because we love bars. Um, uh, our guest is 
Chris Christofferson, the photographer, not the actor. It's uh, He spells his last name E-N, not O-N. His website is ChristoffersonPhoto.com. Chris, uh, this has been a great talk with you uh, this past hour. Well, thank really, you. Thank you so much for joining us. You're now in Music City, Asheville. Yep. Talk about how you got there and uh, what you do. Well, I, uh, I came here to do album covers. And uh, they don't do too many albums anymore. <laughs> well, they don't put out CDs anymore. Pretty much everything is streaming. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's not a whole lot of photography for me here right now. I, I much prefer going other places like what New Orleans or whatever to photograph mm-hmm. things like that. And I love the West, of course. Uh, the, 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 that's sort of my first love, I think, is things of the West. And in places that are long gone, you know, like ghost towns and yeah. things like that. Nashville, it's just, when I first came to town, there was like 28 labels. They're down to like three or four now. Oh, man. And they don't put out CDs. Oh, wow. So it's like, wow. <clears throat> what was called Music Row is an absolute ghost town now. Oh, man. I don't know, what, I don't know what's happening. It's hmm. very strange. Wow. So, wow. that's that story. <laughs> so, you, I mean, okay, you, one, you've got to... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, you got a tab on the website there, ChristoffersonPhoto.com, of Music City, and there's some great shots there uh, of, well, uh, of bars and uh, the skyline and yeah. uh, all kinds of other things. I mean, it, it's really, really cool. Um, well, thank you. My studio was, was uh, I had a studio here for 25 years. It was down on 2nd Avenue and Broadway, mm-hmm. so I had a lot of access to things, but it's changing so much. Nashville is booming. Hmm. Uh, they're building over 200 new hotels here. Wow. Plus, there's a, at least three or four new honky-tonks that are being built. Uh, Garth is building one, and mm-hmm. Eric Church is building one. And it's just, everywhere you go, there's just construction. Hmm. It's like driving the grenade range. <laughs> 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 well, I want to do a quick... I want to do a quick plug for you here for folks out there that are enjoying the show and might want to look at some of your stuff. Uh, four books, Nor Share Your Glory, Be Forgot, an essay in photographs, North and South, The Brothers' War, A Walk Through a Dark Ride, and Music City. And uh, I think anybody that picks up one of these books is going to be delighted. Well, that's very nice of you to say that. I know. I got another thing. I, I noticed that uh, it was mentioned that you shot tall ships. Uh, yeah. Did you do a bunch of those, or was that just a phase? It was just well, it was just one particular time that they had like fifty tall ships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I spent you know three or four days photographing various and things, uh, and then of course I had taken some photos up in New York, some of the tall ships at the uh, fish market. It, it's, it's again the, the romance of that era is what I've always. They're so been. fascinating, yeah. It's America. Yeah, it's like Americana. Americana is what it, it all is. It is Americana. Yeah. That's what yes. I'm sort of known as. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And there's so many, so many angles and directions. Eye yeah. low, water level, top of the mast. Yeah. You just, yeah. You could probably yeah. spend a lifetime shooting them. <laughs> you could exactly, but you know they don't come around that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah right. here in here in Tucson, we're, 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 we don't have very many of them. Yeah, we see we yeah. see we see one going down the Santa Cruz every now and then. Oh wait, no, that's oh, Harry was known as the pirate of the Santa Cruz. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I used to I used to do pirate reenacting as well. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> did my time on tall ships as well. Seventy four. Harry's wife. Harry's wife refers to him as that damn pirate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Chris. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for you. Yeah, uh, we're in the... Uh, Harry does his best pirating with a, a mug of grog. Well, uh, <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> um, it's time, Chris, for some self uh, shameless self-promotion. Um, go ahead, talk about your website, your books, and anything else you might have upcoming. 
there's not a whole lot I can talk about. Okay, <laughs> thanks it. for joining us. You know, you go to the website, pretty much, you got it. That's it. You know, so, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, well, if you ever get out our way, we'll show you some great places to show shoot photographs. Oh, we got plenty. Well, of, I would love it. Yeah, we got plenty of ghost towns out here that uh, are just aching yeah. for some photos and, and stuff. I I had photographs some actually. Uh, so uh, they may not be in the books or, or even on my website, but I have photographed quite a few ghost mm-hmm, towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did uh, an album cover for RCA, and I was somewhere south of Tucson, and uh, and, and so we scouted locations. And of course, went up to Jerome and all that stuff. Right. It was just I, I like Arizona a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a beautiful state. There's a lot to see, that's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So is there yeah, any... In, just, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, is there any one particular subject matter that entices you more than another? Not really. Okay. It's, uh... It, 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 yeah, it evokes an emotion from me of some sort. So, mm-hmm. that's... And again, sort of Americana, and and I like so many things have been photographed, guys. It, it just boggles the mind. But I like to photograph things, perhaps in a way that no one else has photographed it mm-hmm. to make it my own, mm-hmm. to, to own it. So, uh, but that's why, I, you know, again, if you'll the website, you'll see uh, cowboys and Indians and uh, World War, you know. Uh, Warbirds and, mm-hmm. and sideshows and carnivals. Mm-hmm. About the only like about the only thing that's in color is the flora, feathers and koi, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a few uh, color shots yeah. throughout the thing, but basically, uh, see, here's my point of view about that. Color is easier to photograph than black and white mm-hmm. because color carries itself people will go ooh look at the pretty colors that's why people like sunset shots because yeah. it's, it's so pretty <laughs> do the same thing in black and white and have them some sort of uh, 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 evoke some sort of emotion well so, uh, yeah, for yeah. me what makes a really good photograph is if you look at the photograph and it tells you a story yeah. mm-hmm. you read into it what you think is going on but you at least it evokes an emotion from you and you read into it, then it's a good photograph. Ansel Adams made a pretty good That's living. That's what John to, Ford said about film. Yeah, Ansel Adams I made love a pretty John good. Ford. Ansel Adams made a pretty good living doing black and white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the grandfather. He's yeah. the one started it all. I hear you. I hear but you. But I'm a big John Ford fan. Excellent. Absolutely. What's your favorite western? Yeah. I'm sorry. Your favorite western? Oh, probably Shane. All right. Oh, like that's up there. It's color. Oh, <laughs> well, well, I like that was a I like vessels that are authentic. Yeah, there you go. That they have a like so Bad Reeves has really a feeling of authenticity. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like yeah very much. So your yeah, black and white you know photography, that. Chris, really reminds me uh, of an ongoing discussion we have on the show about John Ford's film. Uh, my Darling Clementine, which uh, yeah. a lot of photography professionals have said, you know, is is basically uh, a bunch of photographs that are strung together in motion uh, that yeah. bring out a reaction to them as if they're looking at great black and white photography. Has Did that film or any other black and white Ford film or other black and white film ever touch you in that way? Well, Whoever the cinematographer for Ford was was phenomenal. I really liked his stuff, and that has influenced me a lot as a photographer. Uh, I have okay. All right, we are plumb out of time here, Chris Christopherson. Thank oh. you so much for no. being with us. Oh, no. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll have you back. <laughs> That's easy enough. <laughs> we'll have you back at some point in time. So thank, well, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so you. much for I, joining us. I appreciate it. Us. 
we we appreciate, appreciate it a lot. Me. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, we'll it a lot. Reminisce. All right. <laughs> Until next time, that's it for this edition of Voices of the West, Mr. DeFrance. Oh, 78, <laughs> 79, 80 photos. Keep on clicking. There you go. <laughs> so long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Emil Franzing's Voices of the West.